Life Audio. Looking to give your child a well-rounded education while ensuring positive socialization opportunities and their ability to succeed in life? Consider joining Classical Conversations community and homeschooling alongside local families. Led by a trained licensed director, families learn through Classical Conversations' proven Christ-centered curriculum together in a community. With locations in all 50 states and over 50 countries, there is bound to be a community near you. To find your community today, visit classicalconversations.com forward slash compared to who. Hey there, friends. Heather Creekmore here. I'm glad you're listening to the Compared to Who show today. Happy summer. We made it. (laughs) If you're a parent of school-aged children, you probably understand that sentiment, or maybe you graduated one. Woo! Then you really made it. Congrats. Uh, But today, we're going to look at, and I'm titling this, What Are You Feeding On? Because, friend, I cannot emphasize enough, if you want to have body image freedom, this battle is not about what you are eating. And the battle's not about how you're exercising. The battle's not about your body. The battle is in your heart and in your mind. What are you believing? What are you thinking about? And those two things are heavily influenced by our media. So today we're going to get real and we're just going to talk about what media might be doing to us in this battle. And I'm going to just walk you through some exercises to kind of encourage you to adjust some habits if you need to, because I want you to be free. I don't want you to be going to the beach and the pool and on vacation like I did for so many decades, so many summers, just focused on me and what I look like and kind of miserable, kind of frustrated. Oh, I wish I could have changed my body before we went away. All all of those things. Oh, I don't know if I should wear this. Oh, I look bad. Don't take my picture. Friends, I get it. I've done it. I've been there and you don't have to live that way. But I promise you, once again, what you're feeding your heart and your mind is more important than what you're feeding your body through your mouth for your body image. So that's where we're going today. I'm glad you're here. Hey, I do have a couple coaching spots still open for this summer. If you want some help this summer, reach out. You can grab a free 10-minute call at improvebodyimage.com or at comparedtohu.me. And I would just be honored to work with you. Like, we can make progress. Like, it is important that you are listening to shows like this and, and getting a different perspective on body image than everything culture tells you. But sometimes you just need a little extra help and that's okay. I've gotten lots and lots and lots of extra help. <laughs> that's how I've come to where I'm at right now. Lots of years of counseling and just a solid relationships with people who understand what this struggle is. And I want that for you too. So reach out if you want help. Okay, let's go.
Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel His love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of Scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here, the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Okay, well friend, I'm glad you're here once again. So like I said in the intro, I talk to women every week that are worried about what they're eating. In fact, some people even call me thinking maybe I'm going to coach them through how to eat better. But that's not really where our body image struggle lies. You can eat a Gwyneth Paltrow, quote unquote, perfectly clean, restrictive diet, believing that it will change your body or help your body and and I don't really believe any of those things are true, but that's a whole other episode. But you can do that and you can still struggle with your body image. And so my hope today is if you are starting to feel free, maybe like I'm listening to the show, you're starting to feel kind of glimpses of freedom. Like maybe you're having a couple hours. Now for me, that would have been a victory, friends, honestly, because this consumed me every hour of every day. So just having a couple hours off would have been a victory. Maybe for you, it's a couple days off or even a week or two off where you're like, you know what? I actually didn't think about my body today. I actually didn't think about what I weigh today. I actually didn't like scowl when I looked in the mirror today. Like that is the road to body image freedom. And like I've said before, when I say body image freedom, I don't mean you'll never have another negative thought about your body. I instead mean that you will know what to do. You'll have the resources and tools that equip you to know how to handle it when you do. So you don't start spiraling downward (laughs) into body image. Whoa, but you can kind of try to maintain a, a, a level of freedom. But you cannot stay free if you are on an Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook diet. You cannot. Your mind will constantly be challenged. Those old neural pathways, those well-worn pathways of how you have determined you earn value and worth, those, those things are, those trenches are deep in your brain, my friend. And if you are consuming a lot of media that reinforces those those pathways, those old ways of thinking and doing things, those before and after images, those advertisements for diets, like those neural pathways are going to get all lit up again, right? And our goal here is to make new ones, not to light up those old ones. Let me tell you, personally, every time I watch anything on YouTube, even like people have sent me sermons or like, oh, check out this worship song. Every time I go to YouTube, I get the V Shred ad. Now, some of you know exactly what ad this is. It's this like hot celebrity trainer guy. And, you know, it's super long video that wants you to like take a test on your body type or something like that. And then if you click on that, there's like another long video. How do I know? Because I've clicked on it. Okay. 
But it is really difficult to watch and listen to things like that without starting to spiral into, well, maybe that is the plan that would work. Maybe that is, as I talk about my book compared to, maybe that is a unicorn. Like maybe that's the plan that would fix me forever and fix my body image issues. Like it is so easy to slip into that even for me. And this is what I do all the time. This is my job. So friend, like I get how hard it is. It's difficult to look at those images and messages all day and night and then believe at the end of the day that, well, really, it's what God says about me that's true. Really, I don't have to look like that hot guy in the ad says I need to look. It's really what God says about me. That's where his definition of beauty, that's the true definition. Like It is super hard to reconcile those things. The other thing I just want to reinforce here is Remember, like we're being marketed to all of the time, like all the time. And marketers only have one job. And that job is to make you discontent with your life so you'll buy their thing. <laughs> I once heard in church, our pastor recently mentioned how God is the only one you know who doesn't have any ulterior motives for your life. He's not telling you he loves you so that you'll buy something from him or do something for him. No, he doesn't have a motive, okay? His only pure motive is love. Like God has a plan for your life. But it's not so you can like feed a need he has or feed his ego. Like I think about that song uh, from 10th Avenue North. It's called Control. And the line goes, God doesn't need us or it's God, you don't need me, but somehow you want me. I love that line, right? God doesn't have an ulterior motive for you, but marketers do. They want you to buy something. And we are so impressionable and so influenced. I am too, friends. Like I just confessed to you. I click through that V-Shred ad like almost every time. Like hmm, maybe they're going to say something different this time. It's embarrassing. I should know better. <laughs> but I do. So what are we feeding on? Are we listening to the messages of marketers? Like, are you spending, like, 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 there's no shame or condemnation in this question, but are you spending as much time in scripture and listening to healthy, biblical, affirming things from God's truth, from God's word? Are you spending the same amount of time doing that as you are on Instagram or YouTube, or listening to marketers' messages, or watching V-Shred 30-minute how-to-get-hot videos. <laughs> like, again, no condemnation, but just ask yourself, what are you feeding on? What are you consuming and digesting all day long? I'm going to give you just a minute to sit with that question, and we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and I'll be right back. Jesus wants our fears to launch us toward faith. Then he grins and says, do you trust me? Because together, we can do this. With Mornings with Jesus, you can start your day in a positive way. Find hope through inspirational stories and scripture. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Mornings with Jesus. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. 
Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. As we were saying before the break, this is the question you need to ask yourself today, I hope, but Every time you feel a body image flare up, every time you're like, man, I just feel really bad about my body this week. As someone who had an eating disorder, and I think for most of my friends who have had eating disorders, full-blown, diagnosed or not, or have struggled with dieting and disordered eating, you know, I think every time our body image issues flare up, our first thought is, what have I been eating? What exercise session did I miss? We think it's about our food or our exercise. We think it's about our bodies. But I would say, those questions are going to pop up first. Like, (laughs) it's going to take a lot to not get those questions to pop up first. So expect those questions to pop up first. But right after that, I want you to remember this episode, maybe bookmark it on your phone. So you have it, download it to your phone. So you have it. Because the next question you need to ask yourself is, what have I been feeding on? Now, I'll tell you honestly, like, I just went through this a couple weeks ago. I um, I think I might have even shared it on the show, but I was on Instagram a ton, really doing it for y'all, like for work purposes, trying to share posts and grow the podcast and let women who are struggling know about this show. And most of my feed are people that agree with me, right? Like I'm following non-diet dietitians and people who are communicating similar messages to me. So it's not like my feed is filled with people with diet ads, fitness influencers, before and after pictures. No, I've gotten rid of all of that. And I would encourage you to do the same. But I've got a fairly healthy feed. And yet, after a couple of weeks of being on Instagram a lot... I noticed my body image was really starting to suffer. A steady diet of social media can and will set you back no matter how much healing you've experienced. It is just reality. Now, I understand some of you have to be on socials for work, but let me tell you, there's a way to do Facebook, especially where you can just put a link to your group page or your business page on your phone. So you go directly there instead of having to get onto the Facebook app and having to scroll through all the things which we do so subconsciously, right, to find your work page. Um, Similarly, like we have a community group here. We have a page for uh, Body Image for Christian Women Body Image Help for Christian Women is what our Facebook page is called. And I would love for you to be a part of that. But I do not want you to be a part of that at the expense of your mental health if it costs you lots of time scrolling and feeling bad about your body image to get there. So what I would recommend is if you want to be part of our community, just go to that page, open your web browser, go to the Facebook community page, go to our Body Image Help for Christian Women page, and then you use the little, like on Apple, at least on your iPhone, you use the little rectangle with an arrow popping out of it. And you basically save that page as a direct link on your uh, your home page, your phone um, homepage. And then you can go right to that page instead of having to get on a Facebook and scrolling when you're looking for encouragement. And so... Right now, we're going to just pause again and we do a little exercise together, okay? So first I want to just stop. And I mean, if you're driving, that's okay. <laughs> you don't have to actually stop if you're working out while listening. But just mentally just pause. 
I'm just take two or three deep breaths right now, just in and out, just calmly, just breathe in and breathe out. Just do that two or three more times in and out. And I just want you to calm down your central nervous system. Just bring it down. And then I want you to ask yourself this question. What have I been feeding on? What have I been consuming? Just wait a second or two here and see what comes up for you. What answer do you hear in your heart and your head? And then I want you just to allow the Holy Spirit to gently show you if you've been spending too much time on social media or Netflix and television or maybe maybe even reading or watching things that are outright dangerous for your heart and your soul in other ways. And I want you to remember here that the Holy Spirit convicts us. He doesn't shame or condemn us. So if he's showing you something right now, you'll sense it almost like a whisper. It may be faint. Maybe it'll be so faint that you'll just want to write it off as just a thought in your head. But, but listen to that. If you're a believer and follower of Jesus, trust that he will speak to you. Now, if you're hearing a shame on you, you messed up. I can't believe you've been watching that. You should know better. Friend, that is not the voice of the Lord. That is the voice of the enemy. So you can tell it right now to shut up in the name of Jesus. You do not have to take advice from the enemy, okay? You don't have to listen to Satan. But the Holy Spirit will let you know if this is an area that he wants to work with you on. So what do you hear? If you hear this conviction... Well, friend, you've got to work on changing your habits. So let's just go through some really practical ways to change habits. First, let's start with your phone. Do you need to take social media apps off your phone? That's a question. Do you need to do it? Or maybe you just need to put better boundaries around them. Like maybe you only have social media on your phone three days a week. Or if you're home with kids all day, maybe you only put social media on your phone for like a couple hours every night. And, and when I say put it on or take it off, I mean literally take the app off your phone and then put it back on again when you need it. Now, I know that sounds clunky and, oh, that's going to be a lot of trouble. But no, do it, my friend. Just do it. Because truthfully, if you're on Wi-Fi, it takes like 90 seconds to reinstall Facebook or Instagram. Okay? And they remember my password, so I don't even have to sign in again. Probably the same with YouTube, although I don't even have that on my phone. But it's like 90 seconds of your life. And trust me, if you just leave it on, you're going to spend a whole lot longer than 90 seconds in mindless scrolling. I know you will because I would and everyone I know would. And I have a feeling you would too. Okay? So take it off, the whole way off, and put it back on. Now, I want you also to know that a new study came out showing that teens who reduced their social media time, I think it was just in half, showed these dramatic improvements in body image just by cutting their social media usage in half. And that's for teenagers. Friend, the truth applies to us too, right? So maybe if this sounds a little too radical to you, just think about what could I do to cut it in half? And then when you see how good that feels, I hope you'll cut it even more and even more to really just using it for exactly what you need to use it for. Maybe you need to get on there and connect for business or connect family or, you know, see what's happening quickly, but do not make that your life. The other thing I recommend doing is I recommend to all my clients that you put the Bible app, version Bible app, where you had your favorite social media app. So maybe it's your TikTok app or your YouTube, whatever. 
and just rearrange your phone, the icons on your phone, so the Bible app goes there. So when your finger naturally, like you're, let's say you're waiting at the dentist or <laughs> waiting in line at the post office, and your phone just is like going to go right to that app that you use to kill time, you will go to Uversion, go to the Bible app, and read a verse, read the verse of the day. I am praying. I just submitted a new plan on how to have a comparison-free summer. It should be out at the end of the May, end of May if they take it. So I'm hoping I've got a new plan on there soon. I've got a couple plans on there already. I've got Burden of Better, How to Live a Comparison-Free Life is on there, Compared to Who is on there. There's a Christmas plan on there. Friend, I've got lots of content. You can read the devotional content. You can read the verses. Go there, do that. And that is like an injection of like spirit-filled happy (laughs) for your time in the post office line instead of an injection of comparison, ooh, I don't feel good about me, uh, I should just go crawl in a hole. Like that's really how we come out of most of our time on social media, isn't it? So put the Bible app there instead. Okay, what else do you need to do? Maybe Netflix or movies or television, maybe those are your challenge. Do you like to just come home and immediately turn on the TV? Maybe you need the noise and the noise helps you relax. Like I get that, especially if I'm alone. I love to have the TV on. But what are you watching? Okay, seriously, I shared this a few weeks ago, but I got into watching the old sitcom King of Queens. And it was kind of pounding through like, you know, it's a sitcom. So it's like 22 minutes on on a streaming service because there's no commercials. And I was pounding through a couple of those a night, just biz- something to have on while I was doing other things. But there was diet and weight talk in like one third of those shows. And I know like even older sitcoms like Full House, right, from the 80s has like lots of diet talk in it, right? And then like, I'll be really honest. There's newer shows that might be really like healthy and wholesome and pure from, you know, just a standpoint of comparing them to what else is out there. Like, I really like Candace Cameron Bure. Like, she seems like she has a genuine heart for things of God. Like, really, really admire her. But it was hard for me to watch her on Fuller House because I was constantly comparing myself to her. Um, They dress really great and they look great. And it was hard for me to watch a show like that without comparing. And, you know, even the same with sometimes Hallmark movies or even like shows like When Calls the Heart. I mean, nothing controversial in that show at all. They barely even kiss. You're not seeing skin. But yet, sometimes watching these shows can take a toll on our body image. And we have to be honest about that. If we come out of watching those shows feeling bad, we've got to be honest about that. And I'm going to give you kind of a diagnostic on how to do that in just a minute. But maybe it's not a clean show. Oh, Heather, don't step on my toes here. (laughs) Maybe you're really into a series that just has a quote unquote few bad things in it. And I know maybe you've said to yourself things like, oh, I can handle seeing skin. Like, I just don't want my husband to see it. Like, because men are visually oriented and women aren't, which is malarkey. Okay, maybe they're more visual, but we're visual too. Because how many women's body images (laughs) that you've compared yourself to can you immediately conjure up in your head right now? If you can conjure up even one or two, then friend, you are visual, okay? And I talk about using this diagnostic test, so I call it the H&H test for your media, right? So you can think about Heather's H&H test, (laughs) okay? You have to ask yourself the first H is, is this healthy for me? 
And the second H is, is this holy for me? And by healthy, I mean, does what I'm watching or really listening to improve my body image? Does it improve my ability to see and view my body the way God does? Or is this maybe mentally and spiritually unhealthy for me? Do you stop believing that you're made in God's image and valuable in his sight and start fantasizing about restricting food or transforming your body to look better or what would happen once you transform your body to look better? Like none of these thoughts are healthy, right? And this ties into holiness question too. Do you feel a greater affinity for God and the things of God after watching or looking at these things? Or do you start to self-focus? Do you start to believe the world's economy? Feel like you need to do something to your body to make life work better? Or feel like you need to do something else that's outside of God's plan, right? Do you feel like you have a greater love for God after watching this? Or does the concept of holiness kind of drift into the background of, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, I should probably work on that sometime, but this is what's really important. And I understand once you get sucked into a show, like, I get it. It becomes a, like, well, I'm not really watching it anymore. I just need to know what happens. <laughs> like, I get it. But let me ask you, is your mental health worth it? Is it worth it? sacrificing your mental health to find out what happens to some fictional character. Like, I know that's a hard truth. I'm sorry. But you will be okay not knowing who he chose on The Bachelor or how that series you've been watching ends. You will be okay. Think about how every other area of your life is being impacted and affected by your body image. Maybe the way you parent, how you relate to your children, your marriage if you're married, maybe your work, right? Your ability to feel confident in God's love, maybe your ability to serve God and things that you feel called to do, but you're kind of wrestling with like, well, I don't think I'm good enough to do that. Insecurity. All of these areas of your life are being affected by your body image. And so ask yourself, is it worth it to know what happens to these fictional people on television or these characters that... Like probably aren't even real, right? Is watching them and knowing what happens more important than really helping heal your body image? That's a question you need to wrestle. And again, hear me, there's no condemnation. I can only talk about these issues because I have struggled with them all. So there's no shame. There's no blame. I just want to really encourage you to help you be as free as possible this summer and all the time, really. Now, I just, before we move on to music, which is the last thing we're going to cover today, if you are the person who comes in the door and you need to turn something on, why not turn on some worship music? Why not listen to a podcast? Like if you need noise, right? And you can even... Like if you have Roku or some other like kind of streaming service, like iHeartRadio is on there. Um, I don't even know. I know YouTube's on there, but and there's other other places. Like you could even turn on the television and go to YouTube and listen to this show. So you have light coming from the TV and noise coming from the TV to fill your house to kind of get that I need the TV on fix. Um, or if you have like Alexa, you can have Alexa play this show or play worship music or just say play Alexa, play Christian music um, and fill your house with messages that will encourage and affirm your worth in the Lord and encourage your body image instead of dragging you down. Now, let's talk about music as we close here today. I love music. 
I think music is fun. I used to have to curate collections of pop music to teach my spin class, and I loved making those playlists. But I know that music can really mess with my body image. And I'm not talking about a video. Like, I'm not talking about anything I'm seeing. I'm talking only about things I am listening to, things I'm feeding on with my ears. The other day, I was driving my son to his kickboxing class, and I was listening to country radio. And the song came on the radio, and it's an older country song. It's What Was I Thinking? And it's kind of the story on the song is about a guy who picks up his girlfriend, and she's not supposed to be going out with him. And, you know, it's so it's kind of like how risky it was that he's like picking up this girl and they're going out dancing or whatever. But there's this line in the song. It says, I was thinking about a little white tank top sitting right there in the middle by me. And immediately I felt fat. Now I know all my dietitian friends are like, oh, don't say that, Heather. You can't, fat's not feeling. <laughs> but I know you get it. I know my friend listening, like you understand what I'm saying. And I just imagine like the size of this woman. And I think about what this woman looks like. And I compare myself to her and I say, oh, I'm not good enough. Like no one would feel that kind of passion for me because I don't look cute in a little white tank top. <laughs> um and, and it's, the, it's the same sort of thing. There's another country song. Uh, it, it's, it, the line is, uh, she's got those blue, or they've got those blue jeans painted on tight like everyone wants on a Saturday night. And I think I cannot wear tight blue jeans and have anyone sing about it. That's for sure. <laughs> right? And that sounds so silly, right? But these lines are super triggering to me. And there's nothing in the song that's really like inherently bad. But I have to remember for myself how triggered and how vulnerable I am to these messages when it comes to thinking about my body image and really protecting my body image freedom. Now, pop music kind of takes a different angle. This is interesting too. I'm finding that most current pop music actually doesn't do what country music does to me. Instead, it does something else. It feeds my pride. Like there's a lot of songs out there right now that insinuate or say outright, just like love yourself and like you don't need a man. And they're these empowering kind of messages that you are enough and you are awesome and just be your own awesome self and relish in your own awesomeness. And that's a different kind of dangerous, I think. Like even though I don't necessarily have that, like I feel ugly feeling after listening, I have more of a pride response. Like, yeah, like heck yeah, I'm great. And if you don't see it, we'll just like bug off. And that's not really any healthier for my body image. You see, the answer to all of our body image issues biblically is more humility, not more pride. You will never be free through pride. I'm going to say that again. You will never be free through more body pride. Body pride is a trap. We can't take pride in our bodies any more than we can take pride in our work or our bank accounts or accomplishments. Instead, scripture teaches us to esteem others as higher than ourselves, to love others as we already love ourselves enough, to esteem God and love him above all else. Nothing in this music makes me grateful to God for how he made me. Nothing makes me turn to worship. Nothing makes me praise him or send my praise back to him. It's just like, bring on the praise for me. I become the pride monster. And instead, it, it really is about kind of self-worship instead of the worship of the Lord. And one final note on music here. Even if you say like, I just like the beat, lyrics don't really matter. 
I want you to know that those words get in there. They get into your head and they get into your heart. What you're feeding your mind on through your music matters. Now, I know there's probably different levels of sensitivity. I think I'm super sensitive to music. I know in my 20s, I got into a few bands that I, I think were just downright depressing me. And I slipped into a deep depression, which I think was really highly connected to the music I was listening to. So I'm going to ask you, what are you listening to? Are you intentional about your music? There are songs that are going to play in your heart and your head. Like, who are these songs worshiping? What are they making you meditate on? Are they feeding your mind in a healthy way? Or are they dragging you down and making you feel bad? Again, you can eat whole foods. You can watch every ounce of your weight. You can obsess over all the things to try to get your body just right. But I promise you, my friend, nothing you can feed on with your mouth is as important or more important to healing your body image than what you are consuming with your eyes and your ears. I think of that song I learned in Sunday school decades ago. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see, you know, and then the other line, oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear for the father up above is looking down in love. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. The message there was God is watching. And that's true, but I don't, there's some shame around that, right? Like, oh, be careful. God's watching. Uh, Can we reframe that? Let's reframe it. Like God is watching. That is true. And we do want to walk rightly and justly and, and in holiness for his sake. But let me reframe that further. Like, what is this good for you? Like, why are you choosing things that aren't good for you? Is this healthy for you? So many of my friends, like I get on calls with y'all and you're like, I just want to be healthy. Okay. My challenge to you is be healthy with what you are feeding your mind first. So we're going to talk about this more in the next episode. And next time I'm actually going to give you a playlist, an actual playlist of Christian songs to help your body image. So if this is something you regularly struggle with, you're going to have like a list of songs and I'm going to kind of talk through how each one can encourage your body image. And I hope that you'll take that playlist seriously. And I hope that you will use it to feed your mind and your heart on your body image journey so that you can be free. That's all I have for you today. Hey, would you consider leaving a review of the show? I've got tons of listeners and not a lot of reviews. And reviews are how other women can find the show and find some encouragement. So would you just pause right now that this episode is over and go, if you're listening on Apple, it's a little weird, but you got to like go to the show and like scroll all the way down and then you leave a star review and then you can click on write a review and leave a written review. Y'all, that would just bless me so much if you would consider doing that. On Spotify, you can do the same thing. It's probably a little easier there. I'd just be so honored if you would consider leaving a review and and really don't even do it for me. Do it for a sister out there or maybe a friend you know who needs this show. Leave a review. If you really want to take it to the next level, leave a review. Take a screenshot of it and post it on social media (laughs) to let your friends know what you're listening to so they can be encouraged too. And hey, maybe even in doing that, you will find a friend to listen with so you all can discuss the show together and you can kind of develop your own community, your own accountability So you can have someone to talk through these issues with that gets it. Someone that's not going to be like, you have body image issues? Well, have you tried my diet? Like, oh, we all have those friends. I've probably been that friend. (laughs) Okay. But we know that doesn't work. So I would just be blessed if you would consider leaving a review today and, and share about the show. Thanks so much for thinking about that. And thank you for listening today. I really hope something has helped you stop comparing and start living. And hey, Compared to You is part of the Life Audio Podcast Network. Ah!
We're so happy to be there. Life Audio has an awesome arrangement and assortment, a group of Christian podcasts you are not going to want to miss out on. So go to lifeaudio.com and you can check out all the Christian podcasts. This is Chris Christensen, and back in 2006, I started a simple project, a project to try and introduce more people to the Bible through Bible study called the Bible Study Podcast. It's a simple name and a simple idea. Each week, every week, we study one chapter of the Bible, talk about what it says and what that might mean for us today. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for the Bible Study Podcast on your favorite podcast app.